Okay. All right. So I really, I thought a lot about kind of how the CCA approach does with new the whole new year season, the whole new year, new me thing that we get every single year. And I feel like they're, now that I've done this for several years, there's the crowd that is like, I need a gentle, like, you know, tiptoeing into the deep end kind of approach to 2024 to the new year. And then there's the types that do genuinely need to feel that like renewal, that brand newness that just like, now's my chance to do it differently than before. And I think that that's not an unhealthy way to be. I think the reason that we've had that you know, it's been more popular to go against that new year, new me thing is because of the hustle culture that took over. They basically took that sentiment and made it a competition of like who's behind or who's sucking. So we built up this rejection to the idea of having that new year, new me. I think the idea of getting into that momentum of, of it being a renewal and everything is great. As long as you don't let it become something where, like I said, it's a comparison or you, you know, you put yourself down with it and stuff like that, or becomes pressure. I think that that's that fine line. So today I want to talk about goal setting and just kind of let you into my, my, my headspace as the new year rolls out. All right. And I just forgot my water there. So hold on one second. I'm going to grab my water because I'm already losing my voice. I'm also not ready to part with my holiday decor, but you know, no one's perfect. So when it comes to you, I want to hear from those who are watching. Are you more of the like, just see how it rolls, take that little, you know, dip my toe in, take a nice gentle approach to January and pace it out? Or do you feel like you do better when you have something that's like full throttle? Let's freaking go. Tell me in the chat. And if you want to go even deeper than that, what has it been beneficial in the past? Like what have you found um, is a result of having that approach? Full throttle. I, hear, I see here in the chat, my thing with resolutions was that it's always wasted people declaring that they will be a whole new person in 12 hours and then shame themselves when they couldn't do it. You know... <laughs> I hate to laugh. I was definitely one of them. <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing. Um, I was wasted person, you know, um, and I agree. I think it's just been given this, it's been given so much pressure, you know, where it's like, that's it. Gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna change my whole life. You know, everybody wants that transformation. And, and you guys have heard me talk against the transformation mindset for years, because when we believe in that so strongly, it like ends up screwing us. Right. Um, let's see. More focus. Um, I'm sorry, but you smoke a pack a day. You're not quitting tomorrow for sure. You know, baby steps. I'm a big fan of baby steps because I think that it's always reality is more important. It's important to move forward, you know, but I also think that sometimes getting caught up in the festivity of, of it being a clean slate could be a good push, you know, into that direction, too. I need the push that comes with this time of year, but I have to break my goals out into realistic steps. 
yeah, same thing. It can't be like Mo is saying, it can't be like all of a sudden you're going to wake up a new person, you know, like, oh, all of a sudden I don't have the urge to smoke a cigarette when you've been a pack a day for how many years, you know, like having that, that ability to be flexible in those changes, I think is really important. I totally like to dip my toes in and take it super easy. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, uh, not to single you out, Ashley, but just now I'm curious, do you feel like dipping your toes in and taking it super easy is like, because you want to be thoughtful and thorough and you're better off that way? Or do you feel like it comes from a place of fear? Because I've definitely been in both spots. Full throttle never worked for me, shifted over time to gentle. Yeah. I like to set intentions. Oh, you answered my question. I like to set intentions over resolutions, make a large to-do to do list for the year of things that I need to do and three words I want to focus on. I love that. So my goal today is to help us all with, I'd say the one thing that I know in, in one way or another we can focus, uh, we can struggle with here and that is focus. Focus. That is the reason that I think a lot of us look for the motivation of the new season, I think that's why we like resolutions. You know, I think overall it feels like it's a good time to focus or it feels easier to focus. You might have heard me give the advice before to, to attach routines to routines, like to attach things you have to do to your morning routine, like when you first get out of bed or you're going to go to sleep because it's easier to do that feels like there's less distractions when you're doing it at the start or the end of your day. It's kind of the same thing, I think, with New Year's, right? It's the start of the new year. So um, I a lot I dealt a lot with this today. My God, I can't speak. I've been talking all day. But after not really talking for the last four days. But um, I've dealt with this a lot with my business clients the last few days because it's this new feeling of, well, I don't want to bring all of my quote unquote bad habits into the new year. I want to make this new year amazing. And I think we do that with food. We do that with everything is I don't want to bring the bad parts of 2023 into 2024. And I think that might be an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation because we didn't necessarily cause all the bad stuff of 2023, right? Like we weren't some awful gremlins who sucked and had no redeeming qualities in 2023. And I think that's kind of like the feeling, you know, where now it's my chance to not be such an awful, you know, not to be so bad at this or not to be so lazy or whatever negative it has we've built in our minds. So let's use the three that I have on the whiteboard here. I'm going to explain. Um, those of you who are watching the recording, this I'm going to, I mean, hopefully this makes sense to you, but if not, you should have the YouTube recording as well. Um, to refer back to if you want to see what's on the whiteboard here. But number one here, designate your why. I know that like I did an MLM, like a really cheesy MLM years ago, when I, like in my early 20s or like mid, early to mid 20s. And what's your why was like, I have like PTSD from that that question, you know, the amount of expensive conventions I had to go to where they're like, guess your why, figure out your why. So every time I ask this, I just want you guys to know, I deeply cringe inside, deeply. <laughs> but I think it is really important that we figure out why the hell are we doing this? What do you want more than anything? Like, what is the, what is the thing you would want to wake up tomorrow and have or be? 
And if you've made it this far in the process, even if there's that little voice in the back of your head that says skinny, hopefully it's not the loudest voice. You know, there is something more important than that. There is for sure something that means so much more to you because you would hate to be exactly the same spot that you're in, in every way, in how you feel, in, in how people regard you, in how what your career is, in your life, in every single way. If the only difference was you were smaller, I promise you there would still be stuff that you would hate, nitpick, complain about, or wish were different. So really, what is your why here? Like, why are you the most upset with where you're at right now? And there could be more than one, but like, what is the thing that makes you feel like if you were to be so honest about it, it would, it could bring tears to your eyes. Like that is the why that is needed for you to focus day in and day out on something. Because remember today, the goal is focus. How do we focus on what we want in 2024? So why is it so important? Tell me in the chat, don't be surface level. What is your why? I'll give you an example. So for me, I had tried to be thinner for years. For years, I wanted to be regarded as the hot girl. I wanted to wear, I mean, granted, I grew up in like the time of low rise and now they're back, but like you purposely had your thong hanging out. You purposely were like a centimeter away from where poop, where pubes, pubes, <laughs> pubes were growing in, right? Like there was no room for any chub anywhere when I was a teenager and growing up. And I felt like the grossest person ever. So there were so many years that my focus was being having as little jiggle as possible, as little bigness as possible. That like I hated it, but I was extremely ill, you know? Like I was also losing my hair. I was also losing any kind of flexibility. You know, I, I had to have my a freaking disc replaced in my neck. I like couldn't remember things from moment to moment. I couldn't do much. Canceling plans, hated food, randomly throwing up, diarrhea all the time, bloated constantly, skin breaking out like crazy. Like I, it was not just the needing to be thinner that was my issue, my why. And I think realizing it was I hated not being able to do things. I hate the word no. I hate being held back. I hate it whenever somebody tells me something can't be done. I, do, I just physically don't, I don't accept it. Like there, and maybe that's the autism, but like there is always a way around it. There is always a way to yield the results you want to get without, even if you have to go about having different means of getting there. So why wasn't I treating my own issues that way? It was like the skinniness was the pinnacle of all. Like if that was solved, everything else, no, I would just be able to be accepted. That's all I wanted, right? So what did I really want? Oh, pardon my language. I just wanted fucking peace. That's really what I wanted. I just wanted to be at peace. Like I didn't want to have to think about myself all day. Every day in some regard, what am I eating? What do I look like? What's how to what what do I look like in that photo? What should I do with my hands? What should I do with my face? Is my hair looking flat? Like, oh, ugh. I just didn't want to be constantly consumed. I'm not a conceited person, but inadvertently, all I was doing was thinking about myself all day long. And I I just I felt like being thin would have stopped that. And that's really what I wanted. That was my why. I just wanted to be at peace with myself. I wanted to stop giving so much of a shit about things that didn't really matter. You know, like I just wanted to feel better. So 
now you know my why. I want to know yours. What is your why? I'm scrolling back up here. This is a quiet chat, a quiet chat box here. Come on. Tell me your why. My biggest goal other than business this year is to do stretches for degenerative disc disease as much as possible because ouch. What's your why? Tell me your why. I think that was a different part of the thing, but I'm still glad I read it. Um, Hollister low rise jeans were real. Oh my God. It was, there was no margin at all. It, you were either like healthy, meaning thin or severely unhealthy, which is any size more than like bigger than thin. I don't have to tell you as most of you were there, <laughs> but I mean, um, it was just brutal, you know? Tell me your why in the chat. Anyone, anyone brave enough to go deeper? So I have vitality and feel radiant. And why? Why would you want vitality and to feel radiant? What would that matter to you ultimately? What do you want to accomplish with that vitality and that radiance? Energy to give more to others? Yeah. Imagine being able to give to others and having plenty left for yourself. That that sounds like a why. You can probably even go deeper than that if you really sat and thought about it. But that's that seems like that means a lot more, you know? Also feeling better. I'm tired of having to worry so much about my health. I'm tired of my body not being able to do the things I want to do. Yeah, it's it's like the most intense job that you don't get paid for and you also just have to do at all times while also doing the job that you need to do to pay for things. And it's just exhausting for no reason. And it's like doing that job and being told you suck at it every day, you know? Um, what else? What else? People really struggle here. And I think it's because, I don't know. I don't know why I think. I think it's because of a lot of things. I just want to have a body that won't break down when life inevitably happens. Yeah. Have something sturdy and reliable, you know? I remember always being afraid of something happening. Like I didn't even, you know, like I, I pushed off having children for a long time. Like saying I, if those of you who have been with me for a while might remember, I didn't even, I said I didn't want children for a long, a long time. And the reason was because I was afraid that I could not be depended upon. I couldn't be relied upon. There was only once I had and I continued to build this business and continue to take on clients and help them see results. And I still I always tell you, my results are slow to come by personally. I am not a quick result getter kind of person, you know, so it, it was only the last couple of years, like maybe three years that I've really been actively trying to be a parent again. Well, the pandemic really did put a plug in that for a bit, but I digress. I, you know, I think it's, it's important to have a body that you feel like is not always a risk. You know, even if it is walking around feeling that way, isn't going to make us any safer. It's just going to make us do less, you know? So my goal is to be present. I love that in the moment. Love it. Appreciate the here and now my days fly by and I feel like a ghost sometimes. I definitely understand that feeling. You feel like you're just dissociating every single day, you know, like um, like you're a spectator, you know, in your own life versus an active participant in it. And so many things that can lead to that. A lot of it being survival based, you know, 
um, trying to conceive, but realizing my journey around my health has shifted or at least have has multiple reasons and whys. Yeah, you can have, I mean, the more the merrier here, right? The important thing is to just make it be the forefront of why you're doing this. We're not, that's why, you know, like, I want to be skinny. Okay, well, you know what? After you've had the week of, week from hell and you're already the size that you're at, that eclair is not going to be their make it or break it moment for you. You're going to go for it. You know why? And then some, you're going to punish yourself after that eclair. You know why? Because what's the point? What's the point? I'm not where I'm going to be. That one moment, that one day, that one week isn't going to be the reason I don't get there tomorrow. I'm already not going to get there tomorrow. You see what I mean? So it has to be deeper. It has to be something that is like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to do something to myself that's going to harm myself further. And we don't do that when we only care about being thin, because that in itself is rooted in hatred of ourselves, you know? Um, <clears throat> so I think that it's like, this is amazing. I love talking about these things. And I'm happy to continue doing this and going deeper on the whys with you guys one on one, because it might feel even still like you don't know how to get to that real root that that makes you feel like you could come to tears with it, you know, and um, I'm not a dramatic person like that, you know, so I definitely understand if you want to talk more one on one about that. So thank you guys for sharing, though. Um I think repeat it every morning when you go to the toilet or every time you bathe. That is like what I was saying before, attach a routine to a routine. You might sit here and feel so strong on your why and be like this. Yep, this is it. This is why I'm doing this. And then tomorrow morning you wake up and it's like, you know, poof, gone to the ether. That's just that's neurodivergency. That's having a ton of shit to do every day. It's just normal. You're not going to necessarily pick up a huge change or routine overnight, like I said. So write it down a bunch of places. Um, set a reminder on your phone to alarm when you leave the house that it and it just has this message, you know, this your why written down. Set it up to be in front of your face. Repeat it in the morning when you go to the bathroom, like I said, or every time you bathe, you know, consistently remind yourself what the hell you're doing and why the hell you're doing it. Um, because it's it might seem like duh, it's a given. You're used to living your life feeling like shit and just getting by. Don't take that for granted because you're very good at that, even though it doesn't feel very good. So if we want to stop that and really disrupt that and now try to shift into thinking a different way and having our why in front of us, you might need some assistance doing that. It's not just going to stand out to you, unfortunately. Oh, sorry, I'm so thirsty. So, oh, no, you got booted. Welcome back. The goal to create systems in my business that make life easier. Why? To have an abundant life with freedom of time and location. To overcome fears, health, anxiety, put myself first and heal. Yep. To live life in the moment and stop putting everything I want on the back burner. I think, no, I, I, that's the idea is to really get deep on your why. But I would encourage you go even deeper. Why do you want to live life in the moment? Why do you want to stop putting the things you want on the back burner? You know, um, why do you want to overcome health anxiety and put yourself first and things like that? You know, and I know you wrote that the goals there, but it's it's like almost like you want to be an annoying little kid and just keep asking, okay, but why? Okay, but why? You know, until you get to that root of roots, if that makes sense. Um, okay, so... Put that, repeat that every morning, put it in front of your face, make it your daily mantra, right? And that's on a daily front. 
Now let's look at it in terms of weekly. All right, so first we have daily. Now I look at it weekly. Pick a focus per week that is in line with the person you want to become. Now, who do you want to be, right? I wrote here some of my goals. My goals are to become someone who never speaks poorly of myself. Someone who reaches a lot of people, somebody who loves their home, a fun and warm wife, able to cause massive positive change, able to inspire others to push beyond their obstacles and do great things. Those are the, that's the type of person that I desire to be, right? I, every day I work towards that in my business, in my personal life, in my relationships, in my prioritization of things. That's my goal. And my mentor helped me start doing this years ago. You know, he started, he said to me, stop trying to think of the tasks you have to do and think of why you're doing them. And that, that would, you know, we figured out my why. And once we figured out the why, then it's like, okay, so now if that's what you want and you know why you want it, that kind of person in the end goal, let's say you get everything you want, what kind of person do they have to be? What are their core qualities? And now you love my, you know how I have my love and affinity for the baby steps. I break that down because I hear that concept. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. I always want to embody the person that is here to receive the things that I want. Right. And you can take that as mystical as you want to take that. Right. But if you're trying to attract the things you want, you're trying to go after the things you want. You got to be the, you want to be that type of person who is there to accept it, who can do those things. Right. So if that feels overwhelming, which it certainly did for me, break it down into a weekly thing. I love the idea of having like a weekly meeting with myself of just getting my shit together and just whatever I'm thinking, you know, the random notes I take throughout the week, the random shit I save on, on Instagram, you know, and Facebook and stuff and just do a little focus meeting. You can't expect to wake up and be some new person right? Like you have to create the start of that momentum. So having a weekly moment to check in with yourself, it, it really helps you continue to focus. That's the word of the day. Focus on those things that you want to achieve. And like I said, it's twofold. Why you want to achieve it, who you got to be to achieve it. So set a reminder reoccurring in your phone once a week decide wh whatever day you want that to be whatever time you want that to be you can do you know if you want to do standard over schedule just make it a goal to do it once per week and set a reminder for yourself like each day until you're able to do it for the week and then you get rid of it however you want to do it once a week have a little powwow with yourself and decide what quality you want to focus on for example I'll focus one week. I This is one of my favorites. And then it just stuck. I don't look at the mirror a lot. And it's not because I have a fear of the mirror. It's not because like, I hate when you see people that are like, you shouldn't be afraid of the mirror. You shouldn't be afraid to keep certain foods in your house. You know what? We're all dealing with our own shit at our own different pace, right? But in my opinion, I don't think it's helpful to have to constantly pick yourself apart in the mirror, especially if you have a bad relationship with the mirror. That's like somebody having a bad relationship with the scale, insisting on weighing themselves every single day. 
you know, like you're going to nitpick yourself. You're going to take your own, you know, thoughts and meaning from those results. And that's going to set the tone for your day. Why? Now you might be like, but how do you not look like an unkempt mess? You know, I'm not saying I never look at the mirror. I'm just saying I look at it for a quick once over. Like I know the outfit I'm putting on. A lot of you might have heard me um, say this. It's my favorite thing. But I go by the mantra of cute on the hanger, comfy on the body. That's the only thing I worry about. I don't believe in flattering. I don't believe in, you know, like, oh, my God, does this make me look bad? Listen, I have the body I have. I could be a size zero. I'm always going to have broad shoulders. I'm always going to be tall. I'm always going to have more of an athletic build. Is it just me? So I can sit here and I could just stare at the mirror and look at all the things that make me different than the people I see online, even though that shit's all fake anyway. Um, or I can just make sure I don't look like a disheveled mess, which I know because I'm like brushing my hair and putting on clothing that fits me. And like, I, I know I don't look like a bridge troll, right? You know, like, that's all you need. <laughs> What's the mirror going to tell you? You suddenly woke up looking like a Jenner. Like, you know, like what everybody who knows us knows what we look like. So when you're going to parties or like, especially over the holidays and stuff like the jig is up. They know who's showing up, you know. I know what it's like. You want the aha moment. That's like, oh, my God, you look so amazing. I guarantee you, you'll still get that if you show up to the party, not feeling, you know, shuffling in your skirt, pulling it down at all times, like worried about what you look like, like that'll make a great outfit look like shit any day. But if you show up just like you, people will innately be attracted to that. They can pick up on that insecurity when you're like staring at yourself and, you know, nervous and stuff like that. So um, I cute on the hanger, comfy on the body. I look when I do my makeup, right? I just look at like I, I'm just curling my lashes. I put some like concealer under here because I have naturally darker under eyes if I do anything. Because um, a lot of times I just don't give a shit but like I'll do like I'll put some eyebrow gel on I put my mascara on um and lip gloss and you don't need a big mirror for that and I did that I do that even when I have breakouts and stuff I'll go out with my zit stickers on I really don't care you know why because what does it all matter it doesn't we all look better when we're not obsessed with how bad we look and so for example <laughs> back I got off on a tangent but Focus on not needing the mirror for one week. That started as that because I didn't want to be somebody that walked around always thinking I look like shit. So that started as I'm not going to look at the mirror for a week. And I realized I'm like, I feel great. And in this week, I've gotten complimented. Uh, you know, like people have said I look good and my, my, my outfit's cute and stuff like things that don't happen when I tear apart my whole closet and I stare at the mirror in between every outfit. So that's one of my favorite ones that I just now abide by because I just don't understand the reason for a constant an analysis of the way we're looking. So um, what's my other one I wrote here? Yeah, or I did another one. This one also stuck for a really long time and I love it. But focus on not speaking ill will towards yourself for one whole week. You might be like, well, I mean, I'm not that bad. I mean, in terms of myself, or you might know you're horrendous to yourself, but it's, you want it to be challenging. You want it to be something that helps you grow. So every time you catch yourself speak, talking shit about yourself, you know, in a way that if someone spoke that way about your kid or your best friend, you'd want to like catch a charge over it, right? If you catch yourself doing that, 
was the voice. Stop yourself, you know, be like, nope, we're not doing that. We're not doing that this week. We're focusing on on saying not kind things or nothing at all. And I'm telling you, it's life changing. If you pick one little focus a week and enrich how you are, like how strong you are with yourself, like how kind you are with yourself, how you feel, how the I don't mean how strong you are with yourself, but like the regard that you hold yourself in. You know, if, if you need to fake it for a week, for a week's focus, anybody can do that. But I promise you, it's life changing because you realize by the end of that week how much better off you are. You don't need to fake it. So <clears throat> let me see what you guys are saying in the chat here. Sometimes I feel like a bridge troll. Well, I mean, listen, I don't mean bridge troll like we don't always have to look put together. Like you can just look, you know, like we call it like Adam Sandler chic, you know, like that. I feel like I can go off on a, I'm trying to stop myself from tangenting here. Right. But. I feel like it's rooted in misogyny a little bit, how hard we are on ourselves as female presenting people at all in any regard. It's so easy to feel sloppy, gross, you know, like, oh, I'm a mess. I feel so like blah, blah, blah. But really, it's just you're just you're just not trying to look good. We don't always have to look good. No matter what, you know, you're born man, female, whatever the hell it is. We all look like we're just awake sometimes, you know, we all look like we got something covering our ass and we're up here and awake and like, that's fine. We don't always have to look good, you know, so I don't mean like that. Like I have moments where I purpose like I look bridge trollish because I'm not trying to look any other way. I'm just trying to like cover my ass and get on with my day. You know, we're all allowed no matter what. But I mean, like you don't look like an atrocious disheveled unkept mess you know like like a true bridge troll like you don't look dirty and awful and ugly and stuff because you're not staring at a mirror before you're getting ready you know what you're putting on you know like you don't have dirt all over you or something crazy you know so that's what I meant I am a full advocate of looking like a bridge troll sometimes because like I said we're not here to always put on a show this is in 1950 you know we don't always have to have our face on um, and I have lots of clients who are raised that way, you know, like, like, I know coach Juliana talks about it all the time growing up in Tennessee, where they do a full face of makeup and like fully prepare like hairstyle outfit, everything just to go to the grocery store. And like, if you don't, you're considered that there's like something wrong with you. Um, so I'm all about the bridge troll days <laughs> for sure. We're all allowed them. I stopped myself from thinking I had to look dolled up New Year's Eve and chose cute and comfy over uncomfortable and fancy. Hell yeah. I bet you had a much better time than you would have. You know? Like, come on. All of us wish we had those bodies that never got sick. Their feet never hurt in heels or shoes or, or certain outfits. Or, like, they just are the types that could wear whatever. Like, life is just effortless, right? And typically, we have someone thin in mind when we're putting that together. And then we can thank society for that. But you know how rare that actually is? <laughs> you know, like, you know how many of those people are vastly unhealthy deep down? And it's only a matter of time before they're a freaking CCA client, you know? Um, so don't let it deceive you. Just try to find your ideal way of being. I decided if I showered and feel comfortable, it's a good day. Amen. 
between y'all, my chat switched to DM two different people when I went to respond rather than everybody. Sorry. Oh, I hate when it does that. Because then I also don't know if people are meaning to like write to just me if or to everybody and they don't know that their name is, it's just being sent to me. Zoom confusion. Um, I had a cute sweater on and looked nice, but it felt so uncomfy. It put me in such a bad mood. I'd rather sacrifice the cute factor to be in a good mood. Yeah, and I, but I guarantee you though, like you're cuter looking when you're feeling confident or like feeling comfortable when you're able to talk to people. You know, I did a Zoom, I forget. I think it's, I think it's the body hate one I forget I named these zooms so complicated but I'll I'll bump it up in the page where I said two parts it's one it's the comfy on the on the body cute on the hanger but then the other one is you pretend when you go to a party like you're hired to have a great time at this party and just be who you think you have to be enjoying this party and it's infectious like people start gravitating towards you and then before you know it you're not pretending anymore so it's it's all about how we feel and how we carry ourselves. That's what really draws people to us. We don't really have to do much pre presentation wise, you know. People know what we look like. So, um, look at all the before and after makeup tutorials on TikTok. <laughs> Truly, oh no, I, oh no, I definitely look dirty and awful sometimes. It is what it is. Yeah, we all reserve the right to do that, you know. Like today I posted a picture on Instagram and it was definitely a day where I was just like, I have to just, when I took this po this photo, it was like a day where I was like, I just have to put some shit up on Instagram. Like I just, I'm overthinking everything. I just need to take this picture and just put something up. Right. And I'm like laying down with a, a sign over me. And then I looked at the picture today and I was like, damn, my hair is greasy in this picture. Like Wow, I really thought it was like cute, messy, curly in real life. And then on the photo, it's like, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'm just chilling in the picture. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I have different modes, you know? Lucky for me, it wasn't my inauguration that day, you know? So it, it is what it is. Um, Like you said, it is what it is. We all look like that before makeup and putting ourselves together. We're just start used to seeing a societal societal filtered standard. Oh my god, absolutely. Even the uh, even the befores, they have like the the lighting is like they have the powerful light in front of their face that's like blinding them, which I read a study on apparently. <laughs> like a lot of the influencers are at risk of their sight being issues when they're older because of the amount of bright light they have constantly shining on their face at all times from like the filming lights and everything. Crazy. Um, okay. Number three, stop making a list of resolutions, right? Instead, try to achieve a little each day and document it, right? So a lot of people feel like I do so much every day and like, what do I get out of it? Like what comes from it? document it. I bet you're doing way more than you think you're doing. And like allowing flexibility is not the same as making excuses. I wrote this here. Allowing flexibility is not the same as making excuses when one yields results and the other yields a fear of beginning. So if you're afraid of being flexible with yourself because you feel like you're making excuses for yourself or you shouldn't be so easy on yourself, well, if being hard on yourself just keeps you stuck, and being flexible in your methods, like I was saying earlier, yields a result. 
Isn't one better than the other? I know it feels very counterproductive or counterintuitive, I should say, because we're really not taught in this culture to do that, especially if it's weight related. We're taught to just be a bastard to ourselves and just push through, you know, because why should you make excuses or be easy on yourself? But it's bullshit, <laughs> you know, like this is why people give up on resolutions. This is why year after year people are like, oh, shucks, maybe this year they'll stick. It's because stop making resolutions. If you can think about why you want that resolution, if you could think about who you have to be to achieve it. And now you make your focus trying to just accomplish little bits of things each day that you can look back on and feel proud about. You're you're in a way better place than just starting the year saying, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then feeling like a failure. We're, we're worth a more complex process of accomplishing what we want. It's not either it's given to us or we're screwed because we're cursed. It's never going to happen, you know? Um, what did I write here? Flexibility is so important. And this is very hard for me naturally, by the way, like having flexibility, I have OCD, uh, I'm autistic. Like it's not, it doesn't come natural to me to have flexibility. If anything, rigidity comes more natural to me, but it's also brought up a lot of anxiety in my life to remain rigid in that way. And like I said, I don't like the word no. I don't like being told something can't be done. Maybe that's where my rigidity plays in. What could they be barking at right now? Stop. But I think what's really important is you can't get fixated on something that screws you out of what you inevitably want. So resiliency and flexibility. That's the most important thing, right? So what did I write? How did I write this here? I feel like I wrote it in an eloquent way and I don't know which one I wrote it on. So hold on. Anyway. Okay, here it is. So your resolution to, it should be like, if there's only one resolution you have, it should be have a year you're proud of. And that is very flexible because you could fall flat on your face and learn entirely on why about how that happened and then use that as a super valuable lesson and change things. You could have a smooth be, have smooth sailing and you look back and be proud of the year. There, there's so many ways that can go that you can still find something to be proud of at the end of the day of how you handled it, what you learned from it, what it amounted to. Everything can be can and should be spun that way. Because like I said, what does being hard on ourselves do? It doesn't propel us to do better. I went through the same thing. If I didn't, oh, so you guys are talking about the makeup stuff. I'll, I'm going to read that whole chat in a second. But um, so that's that's my ultimate New Year's resolution, right? Is my want 2024 to be something that I'm proud of, that I look back and I feel proud proud of. And that's going to look very different from person to person. And that's a good thing. What's the point of all having the same resolutions? That's just empty. Let me see what you guys are saying here about makeup. Um, honestly, nowadays makeup looks worse on me anyway, because my skin is like, nah, I don't know. I feel like, did we all just look bad to a degree back in the day? Because 
I'm like, did we just like overlook how cakey this stuff looked or did they change something? Because I don't understand. And I'm not trying to spend $60 a bottle on found on the only foundations that like don't make you look, look like you're wearing a mask anymore. Um, but I also remember like L'Oreal whipped foundation in a thing that was like, that I would wear, it was like just straight up orange and I would just layer it on top. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> so maybe I just don't like makeup anymore. I don't know. But during COVID, I stopped wearing makeup daily and then pushed through that because I wanted to feel comfortable without it. People would comment when I didn't wear it, asking if I was okay or sick or tired. Like, no, bitch, that's my face. Now I rarely wear it and I'm finally comfortable with that. You know, it's just crazy to feel like, like I, I've thought about this so many times, especially because um, I've faced this a lot with not caring about hair removal, right? Like I used to be someone that cared so much about hair removal and makeup. I needed to have my makeup on because I had to have even complexion. I had I had to just look completely smooth and everything. And that along with hair, you know, hair removal, I had to look completely smooth. And, and it's just like, now I'm like kind of creeped out by that, like that obsession that I had. Um, and I really just started realizing like, if people think I look sick because I'm not plastering on makeup, then like, fine, fine. If people look, think I look gross because I have hairy legs, like, fine. You <laughs> know, like, that's just, that's my response to everything. I'm like, fine. You can, you're allowed, you're allowed to think what you want, you know? Um, but the pandemic was good for that, for sure. I mean, not for nothing, the masks were like causing the mask knee and everything where you need foundation and concealer in there, clogging up your junk and everything on top of it. The worst. I went through the same thing. I didn't have makeup on. And I was asked if I was okay. I, I, I still get asked that. Like my parents are, my dad, my dad's the worst with that. He's like, you, you look sick. You look worried. Did you sleep? You know, like what, what's wrong with your skin? <laughs> it's my favorite one. What's wrong with your skin? You know? No, I just didn't spend an hour contouring and highlighting my features today. So I remember back in the day getting ready to go to dinner and spending an hour showering and produce and, and producting 30 minutes drying my hair, 20 minutes on my makeup, and then another 30 minutes putting extensions in before. Oh my God, the extensions that the, like, I feel like on me, you could always see, but I would always put in. I can't even believe the time I wasted on that. Now I dress like Adam Sandler most days. Yes. Listen, I used to bring my whole makeup case. I, I used to have to work really early at a bakery and I used to teach cake classes and stuff. And I would bring my whole makeup thing. I had to be start work at like 730. I would go at like six when no one was there, but I would have the bathroom to myself. I could lay out all my stuff. I could put my curling iron on. I shit you not. I brought a curling iron to the bakery to work at a bakery. What's wrong with me? And I would just, I would do full glam in the morning and then begin my day working, sweating, running around, teaching people how to make cakes. Like, but I'll be damned if anyone saws it, you know? <laughs> Adam Sandler look is acceptable. Hell yeah. He's just comfortable. Why can't I be comfortable? I want to, I want to, you know, rock some inconspicuous multimillionaire chic. Cause you know, those sweats he's rocking are not from Costco, but why can't mine be, <laughs> you know? Um, 
cannot wait for the day I am unbothered by body hair. I'm telling you, I used to either cover every square inch or shave every square inch. Like it, I used to, and I mean, I was an asshole. I used to judge people who didn't because I had my own to work through and everything. <sighs> it, it's possible you can get there. I'm not saying I never shave. Like sometimes it really gets irritating, you know, and I'm just like, I just need to clean slate and get rid of it. You know, I just recently had to do a little, I call dusting, but um, I just don't care to any other time. And Nick doesn't give a shit either. So, cause everybody always asks me like, what does Nick think? Which I have my own thoughts about, but happy to report he doesn't give a shit either. <laughs> you know? I uh, never had mask knee, luckily, but I definitely use masks to hide acne. Heard that all the time. Um, I even had a table write a review one time about my extension showing. <laughs> Shut up. No way. Someone actually complained about you having your extension showing. What a time to be alive. I was the person who woke up early at my partner's house to put on makeup before they woke up, like the opening scene of Bridesmaids. <laughs> She's like, oh, hello, good morning. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what is wrong with all of us, you know? Like, we've all been there, right? It's just not necessary, you know? Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I hope this was helpful for you guys, right? Number one designate your why get as deep as you can on that really bring it up to the forefront of like what does what stirs this in me that this is worth it and then remind yourself every day every morning you're taking a dump you're taking a shower I don't care when you do it but just remind yourself right number two pick a focus per week that is in line with the person you want to become things you don't want to focus on things you do want to focus on just pick one per week and just, again, repeat that to yourself. Set reminders if you have to. Write it all over. Write it on your freaking walls. Like, not literally, but, you know, tape up a piece of paper or something. Um, number three, don't make a resolution. Make, like, come up with an uh, a standard for achievement where you want to achieve something every day. All right? A little bit each day. <clears throat> and then I guarantee you, Oh my God, wait, should I, how do I screen grab this? What is it? Command shift four. Oh, I did it. I remembered. Wow. Okay. Hold on. Now I got to move my chat out of the way. You guys don't make fun of me. I'm not good at this. I'm going to screen grab this and I'm going to just post this right in the chat. Okay. Got it. So yes, I will post this. All right. Um, now the challenge that we're going to be doing for those of you who are interested in the 30 day thing that we're doing, it's gonna be a 30 day reset. I want to take a typical format, which is the 30 day reset that you might see fit fit pros and stuff like that doing, but I want to make it CCA. So I want to piggyback off of that momentum that those formats can sometimes cause, but I want to make it in line with what we do here in CCI, where, of course, we're not going to be sitting here being like, calorie deficit, like, how many steps did you get in? Like, you know, we're going to go a little bit deeper than that and hormonally, you know, focused and stuff. But I want to focus, I want to use that, you know, that format. 
so that being said, this is only for those who are super interested in doing something where it's like a challenge, a new year challenge, a 30 day challenge. It is totally okay. If you're somebody who's like, I don't thrive in that type of structure, it makes me intimidated or uncomfortable. It is totally fine. I'll, I have something for you too, that I'm rolling out, you know, not tonight, but, um, I'm going to post the full details of this challenge. If you are somebody that wants that kind of like full throttle, here's what we do for 30 days community, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to post this in the page tomorrow with full details. And then that will begin for a 30 day period. Okay. So I feel like that was really annoyingly vague, but ignore it. If you're someone that doesn't like the full throttle kind of thing, if you are, keep your eyes open and I will tell you all the details. All right. So I hope this is helpful. I hope that you feel more excited to sit with yourself and plan and really go about your goal setting in a different format because you deserve it. I'm so proud of everything you guys did in 2023. I'm proud that you are here on this Zoom to kick off 2024, you know, and uh, I'm just excited to see what we all do, you know. So enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, these recordings will be up tomorrow. And if you need anything, want to elaborate on what we discussed here, shoot me a text, okay? Love you guys. Bye.